Welcome to the Pest Posse Stampede Podcast. Your hosts are Cully Christensen, the visionary and creator, and Foster Bruska, the head wrangler who keeps Cully in check and the Pest Posse rolling on track. The Pest Posse is your trusted resource for training and information that the pest management professional needs to grow their skills and knowledge in the professional pest control industry. Welcome to the Pest Posse Stampede Podcast. Hey, I'm Foster, the head wrangler here at the Pest Posse. And I'm Cully, visionary and creator, and the Pest Posse is in the house today with another awesome episode, and we are so glad that you have all joined us. Yeah, that's right. Yes, welcome one and all. Thank you for being here. You know, we are your independent trusted resource for training and information that you PMPs need to grow your skills and knowledge in this great pest control industry. That's right. We accomplish this by providing you pest management professionals content on pest control tips, techniques, and product reviews, as well as our continuous training solution, Pest Posse Academy. That is right. That is right, Cully. And you know what? In this podcast, you know, we've got an awesome interview here with uh, Georgia Eaton. You know, she is the owner of Got Gophers located in Santa Clara, California. That's right. Georgia started her company two years ago, and she's had some, (laughs) I mean, unbelievable growth in two years. So I sat down with her to learn how she accomplished this and to talk about some of the challenges she has faced during that growth process. All righty, man. It sounds good. So let, uh, let's jump over to that discussion with you and Georgia. Hey, Georgia, thanks for being with us on the Pest Posse today. Why don't you uh, introduce everybody to who you are and who you work with? My name is Georgia Eaton, and I own Got Gophers. We are a local Bay Area business that specializes in pretty much any outdoor critter that you can think of. So gophers, moles, ground squirrels, rats, we pretty much cover it all. Trash pandas, raccoons. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Do all that stuff. So yeah. A lot of those, a lot of those this year. Well, that's great. I don't think we've ever really had somebody who specializes in animal trapping and, um, you know, more of that kind of thing. Um, so I think this is really cool that we get to have you on here. So thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So, Georgia, how did you get into pest control? <laughs> Um, this is so always a good question for everybody because rarely do any of us plan this career. Exactly. And I think especially for, for women, it's not something that you um, grow up thinking, oh, I want to be in pest control unless you have, you know, like a father or somebody in the family that uh, can kind of pass down the torch. But uh, that was not the case for me. Um, so I started as an office administrator um, for another local um, company. And so from there, um, my responsibilities grew and grew. And then I realized like, Hey, I, I got this. This is, you know, something that I enjoy and something that I love to learn about. And, you know, critters evolve all the time. And so, um, we were kind of going along with them, seeing the different changes in their behavior and, um, being able to, you know, implement that into the services that we offer. Um, so that's really how I got into it. Just kind of, um, seeing, seeing, uh, you know, it being done through another company and, uh, running that day to day. And then you've had your own business for how long now? 
Um, so we actually are celebrating officially on March 4th, our two year anniversary. Wow. Yeah. Two years. We're going to talk more about that. How did you get into what got you to decide to do that? So I think um, with just, um, you know, always like working with another company, I think a lot of people can relate. There's always going to be a lot of changes. I and mean, I think we got so used to just, you know, going through the motions of the everyday work and then uh, things started to change. You know, as the business owner, you want to try and you want to implement new ideas and sometimes they go over really great and sometimes, you know, they don't. So I think during 2019, that's kind of where that company was heading. And I figured why not try, you know, try to do this on my own and see, see what we could do. And so that's kind of where, um, where I got the idea. And I figured, you know, I've, I've been doing it long enough for someone else. Why not try it for myself? Oh, I think that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're going to diverge a little here. I want to, I, one of the things I thought about after I sent you the questions was mm -hmm. you've actually grown quite a bit right. over those two years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're talking explosive, really growth. Right. Um, how many routes do you have? How many techs? Um, I want to say we just hired a tech officially today. And I think that would make him our 15th full-time tech that we have. And we have another two, another part-timer as well. So, yeah. That, that is mind blowing. Yeah. We probably should have you on to talk about marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I just, um, we pretty much lucked out, you know, I, I, was blown away. And you can always, when you start your own company, I think you have this idea of what you, you wish for it to be. And I think this just 2020 was, uh, was a year where I didn't really get to pause and, and take it all in, but it, cause it came so fast, but we have been super fortunate, um, to grow. Yeah, you guys really now. haven't slowed down during COVID, right? No, no. I, I think during COVID, I, I don't know if anybody else can say this, but I think I hired nine techs, uh, from the moment COVID hit to the end of the year, uh, we hired like crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. So even though you guys were in a, in one of the tightest counties in the nation, right. really, not right. just the state, but in the nation, mm -hmm. um, you had restaurants shut down, you had schools shut down. I mean, some of the most major shutdowns were Santa Clara right. County. Exactly. And um, you guys just didn't miss a beat and just kept growing. Yeah, probably because people are home and they're watching those gophers tear up their yards exactly. more than usual. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think we're fortunate too that we have so much gopher activity here in the Bay Area. I'm not sure how it is, you know, in other parts of the world, but we've got those critters that are wreaking havoc. So it definitely keeps us busy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's just mind blowing that you could um, go from nothing to 15 guys in mm -hmm. two years. That I think a lot of people would love to have that problem and it is a problem, right? Um, it, I mean, it's good, but it's also a problem. Um, what's been one of your biggest challenges to date? Is it just finding people or something else? Um, I would say probably just keeping up with the growth that we've done because every time, you know, I, we had to hire a new tech, we had to think about our insurance going up, you know, not just for auto, but liability and workers comp and another payroll that I was always scared to bring somebody on because you always want to make sure that you can cover, 
uh, that new employee that you know uh, that you need. And sometimes that work comes in faster than those uh, than the payments do. But um, I think it was just keeping up with the growth that we that we saw in you know purchasing vehicles and making sure we could handle everything. I would say to this date, that's kind of been our biggest our biggest um, you know thing that we're learning to deal with and how to roll with with the punches of of, of you know growing business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what would you say has been your kind of biggest aha moment? I would say just coming from another business, um, you know, that had the same kind of background, I think just, um, just being res- responsive to your customers. I think that hit me a long time ago. Um, that was like the, the key to, you know, that little sweet icing on the, on the cake that you just want to make sure that you are super responsive and anything, you know, that they need you're, you're available. And that's what I try to remember because without them, we don't, we don't, we don't have a company. We don't have those reviews. Um, so that's always kind of what I've always thought was the little extra, uh, you know, that you could, that you could give that would, uh, kind of make things run smoothly and get those reviews and those referrals out. So that's what I would say would be my biggest, like, ah, that's what works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I first you've asked this already, but I'm going to back to Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you do before you got into pest control? Good question. I think I have done everything. I worked, um, in an office before, um, you know, doing admin work. And I also, um, did nannying for a long time and, um, I had a, a my own daughter quite young. And so I needed to find something where she could come along with. So that's where the, being a nanny started, but pest control was never in my you know, in my scope of work that I, um, you know, that I ever foresaw myself doing, um, or let alone owning a, a business. Um, so I would say it wasn't until about 2013 when I came in as an admin that I really got into pest control and what it was all about. But, uh, before that I had absolutely zero experience. <laughs> so I asked that kind of for a reason, because I think there's, um, you know, you, like I said, you've grown so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, in some ways you're probably, you know, unbeknownst to anyone, you're in the right place at the right time for whatever reason. And, um, I, I mean, I think that's part of what plays into it. I know that's not all of it. We're going to talk some more about, I think some other key issues, um, but you don't like have this huge amount of marketing experience, you know, um, none of that, but you've right. still been, been able to take these ahas and um other experiences and you've been able to implement them to be successful Mm -hmm. Uh, i think that's really cool the other thing is how would you describe your leadership philosophy or style because Mm -hmm. you're you're running 15 people and probably most of them are guys correct yeah i think we have one uh one female out in the out in the field who loves to get uh down and dirty with those rats you know Um, (laughs) but for the most part um we've got two two girls in the office that help me kind of keep everything going um but for the most part yes it is it is a bunch of gentlemen that i work with um but the way i look at it as as we're family i mean without them we would be you know we wouldn't make this work i need to be able to count on them and them you know be able to count on me as well so i think just um, being open with them, trying to remember that this is, although yes, it is our livelihood and how we make our money. Um, you know, more importantly that we, um, are able to communicate and that they know if anything happens, they can count on me. So I think that that is important in leadership. I think a lot of times people can, can take this and be like, Oh, it's all about the money. And then you kind of forget 
you know, everybody that helps you get along, you know, get to where you're at. And I, that's something that I definitely, um, you know, want my, want to include my employees in because we've, we've all worked hard and we, you know, pull those 10 hour days to make sure we get everybody, especially in, you know, the busy time. So um, it's not ever, ever something I want to lose sight of. And I think that uh, just having that kind of mindset um, is what helps them, you know, also respect, respect me and the business and what I do. And, and it's a good, you know, it's a good cycle, good team, team effort. Well, absolutely. Because as a leader and an owner, sometimes you got to ask people to do the tough stuff. Right. You no, know, it's not always, um, you know, it's, it's just not always easy. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just, you have to ask me hard things. Um, and if you haven't created, so to speak, uh, clout, you know, um, I mean, you pick a lot of other words that are probably better, but, um, you've got to already have established a level of repertoire that they, they respect you enough to realize you're not just telling them to go do those things for mm-hmm. no good reason. Right. You know? Um, so I think that those things are really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, how would you, uh, do you see how that plays into like how your business is growing so fast? Yeah, absolutely. I think I, I try to never ask them to do anything that I wouldn't do myself or that I haven't done myself. Um, so I think that's important. And I, um, you know, but yeah, there's times where things there's, there's tough moments where, you know, you've got to be two places at, you know, one time. And I'm like calling the tech last minute, but like, Hey, I need you to go here, just drop what you're doing. And, and so I think that, that, you know, them just kind of trusting me and like, I know my job and I, and they know their job. Um, you know, I never, kind of want to be that person that tries to tell them like, Hey, you got to do it this way. Cause that's, they're out in the field. You know, my job is to facilitate the work, make sure everything runs smoothly. Um, and so I try to make that their, you know, their decision on how, you know, how they want to do their work, as long as the customer is happy. Um, you know, then I, f- I feel like that is something that can be left up to them. Um, and so I think it's, it's just something that works really well with, with our team, you know, with, with how we respond to each other and we know kind of where those boundaries are and who, who does what and, you know, kind of where the, where that to draw that line at, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. So what is your, uh, it sounds to me like you're really for your marketing, you're working that review thing, right? Are, yes. Um, on top of your clients, you're mm-hmm. responding quickly, um, pro- providing the best service you can, and then working those reviews right. so that, you know, you look as good as you can out there. Right. Um, would you agree that that's probably one of the biggest things right now? Absolutely. And I think a lot of people, you know, I, I read a lot where, you know, you can pay for tons of different, you know, services that can help you, you know, advertise and do all these things. But I feel like our, and I've tried them all too, when we first started out, but I feel like the biggest, um, you know, review support that we've had is from our own, uh, customers who've just been super satisfied and blown away. Um, here where, where we live is next door and everybody loves to just run there and, and say, oh, you know, I've got this company that I've, has been so awesome. And so um, we've been super fortunate to not have to pay for that, but get, um, you know, many reviews from next door. So I feel like, yes, absolutely doing a great over the top service is how I look at it. Those reviews come pouring in and that's really what's been super helpful for, for our company. I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next door is kind of a it's getting more and more of a um, you know, of an airplay, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's one of the great things about it is that 
um, because I mean, they just what, what the last year and a half, maybe year you can you didn't even you couldn't even advertise on there before, right? You know, right. and they just started doing that. I'm sure they need realize they need to monetize this in more of a you know current way, mm -hmm. and so um, you can do some advertising there. But it's like like for me, Yelp's been one of my big ones, and mm -hmm. I don't pay for it, right? You know. Right. I, I don't pay for it. Actually, every time I pay for it in my new location, it doesn't do anything. I actually get fewer leads. Right. I was like, I'm just going to stop paying for it. Exactly. You know? And um, I wish it wasn't that way. I wish I could pay a little bit and get a lot of return. You know, I'd be fine with that. Right. But um, uh, it's just kind of different figuring out what's working for your niche. Mm -hmm. and, and I think it's important to try some things. Um, it's nothing else you learn. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's really cool. I just, you know, I'm just like into how you grew so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It's been crazy. crazy. I know. <laughs> so um, what would you like to say to any ladies out there who might be considering a career in pest control? I would say go for it. Like, you know, I think um, a lot of times my worry was not being taken so serious because um, I am a woman. Um, but I feel like when, you know, once you've been in it and you know it and you know, you know, your industry and what you specialize in, like, why not? You know, um, that way you're in charge of your own, you know, your own route, your own work, your own destiny, really. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like, you know, um, if I could do it, you know, having no background in the things that you mentioned in marketing or, um, you know, even pest control, anybody could do it. Um, I would just say the biggest thing is take care of your customers because, you know, without them, you have no crew and, and, you know, that those two are the most important thing, your crew and your customers. So I would definitely recommend if it's been something you're thinking about, just go for it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you hit the nail on the head with the crew and the customers, because right. if you take care of your customers, your customers, or you take care of your crew, your crew is who really takes care of your customers. Right. right. And so if they're not happy, your customers aren't going to be happy. I mean, exactly. That's just reality. Mm -hmm. So I think that's pretty cool. And I know that um, uh, I still have contact with a few of your your employees mm -hmm. and they love you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They have nothing bad to say ever. Uh -huh. so, that's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's how, it's, how you... I mean, you know what I mean? Again, yeah. you're a boss. Sometimes you have to ask them to do hard things and mm -hmm. you're, and we're not perfect. Right. But, um, but I think that, uh, like you said, if you're able to keep more of a, you know, almost a family atmosphere or, you know, something where it's, you know what I mean? There's good mm -hmm. connection. Right. Um, then, you know, you can pull that, pull that off pretty easily. Mm -hmm. uh, any closing thoughts, just in general, um, about pest control or building your business? Yeah, I would just say, um, you know, closing thoughts would be, um, you know, treat your, your crew uh, great. You know, it's okay to take a day off and have some fun with everybody. I think a lot of times we forget to do that. They need a break too. Um, it's easy to get burnt out when you're, um, you know, when you're busy, busy, busy. Um, and so, yes, everybody wants to make money off of this, but you know, um, the, your, your crew is important because without them, you know, like you said, your customers aren't going to be satisfied. you you as the owner won't be satisfied. So, um, you know, invest in them, invest in their hard work and, and give back uh, as much as you can. That's what I would, I would recommend. And I think uh, everything else will fall into place for sure. Absolutely. I think too, um, 
I sometimes just have thoughts about what some of the pest guys out there or, or ladies are thinking. And mm -hmm. when you say, you know, take time off with your people and they're thinking, oh, I can't afford that. Well, right. you can't afford it because you don't charge enough. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Exactly. You know, you don't mm -hmm. have to be the most expensive out there, but at the same time, if you're giving your services away, mm -hmm. you're not doing yourself or your crew any favors. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, um, so, all right. Well, thanks a lot, Georgia, for being with us. We really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Really. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Pest Posse Stampede podcast. Make sure to follow this podcast and the Pest Posse on Facebook and LinkedIn. Also, be sure to check out the Pest Posse weekly series on YouTube. Until next time, remember, pest control is an adventure. So get out there and enjoy the adventure with the Pest Posse.